Welcome, friends, to Finding Her, a podcast that dives deep into personal development, creating a brand and business, self-management skills, and how to build that damn village, to name a few. I am your host, Julia Busby, a special education teacher by day that is working hard at building a brand, business, and community that will bring awareness and personal growth through weekly episodes. These weekly episodes will entail discussing topics we all have a hard time talking about in society. Just like you, I am a human juggler in this life, a wife who despises housework, and a mother of three. My passion is to serve others. So are you ready to learn? Let's do this. All right, perfect. All right, let's go ahead and get started. Awesome. Welcome to the show, Jennifer Luddington. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me, Julia. Yes, we did have some technical difficulties, but I figured it out. So welcome to the show. So today our show is for January 2020. So happy New Year's to all my listeners. And the title of the show today is New Year, New You. So I always ask my listeners, I always start off with this question or my um, guests, sorry. Um, What are you grateful for today, Jennifer? For today? Mm-hmm. Um, right now, I'm really grateful that my entire family is in my home. Um, you know, sometimes my husband travels quite a bit, so mm-hmm. we're all together. It's it's a real blessing, and we're going to decorate our tree tonight. So I'm really grateful for that. Oh, nice! We did ours yesterday, so um, it's so nice to have it. The holidays around and being able to have that up, and I'm like, oh, it's only going to be up for a month. Maybe we can squeeze in a couple more weeks. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> I'm grateful for. Um, the support that I have, my kids helped me and my husband's out of town for two weeks. So I was like, guys, we got to step up. Like we got to help each other. You got to help me with the dogs and all that jazz. So I'm grateful for that. And then just the support at work. We have two weeks left until we're out on Christmas break. So I'm like counting down the days. (laughs) I bet. Seriously. And we're going to Mexico. So Everybody I tell, um, we're excited about that. All right, so I want you to tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, I would love to. Thank you for asking. Um, So yes, my name is Jennifer Luddington, and I am a weight loss and healthy lifestyle expert. And I've been doing this for, gosh, I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, oh my gosh, it's been 15 years. Wow. Um, Yeah, right? And Mm -hmm. it's interesting because my journey is, is really kind of unique and I, and I really want to take a moment to share with your audience because I think it's really important, Julia, you know, we've connected off this, you know, podcast and we know each other and you know my story, but I think right. sharing a little bit of it is, is, is really important. So, um, you know, most people think that, you know, I've always been like into fitness, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't, it, like it found me and, you know, I wanted to be an attorney. Oh, see, I learned new things. (laughs) It's really funny because I found myself, and I know a lot of your listeners can relate, but I found myself in a really, you know, bad relationship and a really bad marriage at a really young age. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I felt like I was suffocating, right? Like, like I had no voice. Um, You know, I was, and it turned into being an abusive marriage Mm -hmm. and I felt really trapped, you know? And the one thing that really allowed me to like center myself and feel empowered in my body and in my life was the gym. 
And when I started getting stronger physically, like everything changed in my life. Like I became more emotionally strong. I became more, you know, centered in, you know, who I was as a woman. Mm -hmm. And with that strength, I, um, I was able to, you know, get the courage to leave my ex-husband with a baby on my hip. Right. Mm -hmm. And from there, I decided that fitness was my jam. I wanted to share that with other women, you know, and so I started my own gym, um, bootleg, just kind of, (laughs) (laughs) you made it happen. I made it happen happen when it wasn't easy um, as a single mom. And, you know, through that, it was really interesting because it became really amazing for me. And I helped women really transform not only their bodies, but their life through this Mm -hmm. thing called fitness. But then for a while, you know, it started to become really different for me, Julia, and it became really dark. And this beautiful gift I was given kind of turned on me. And what I mean is I became really, you know, um, immersed in the fitness culture and obsessed with the external image. Um, And I actually felt like I wasn't worthy of my title unless I kind of looked like these images that were inundated with on Instagram, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. These unattainable images. And so I started competing really heavily in fitness competitions, figure competitions, bikini competitions, and actually became really successful at it and started standing on stages all over the country. And during that process, I started fitness modeling and doing all these things that were only focused on the way that I looked, right? Mm-hmm. So what's really interesting about this is that during that time, you know, I felt my whole worth was on my body and I felt like my financial ability to provide for my daughter and keep my gems and keep my clients, keep my protein bar company was all dependent on me keeping up this image, right? Of fitness perfection. And because of that, I developed massive eating disorders. Which is common in the circuit for the fitness competitions, right? Oh yeah. I mean, it's almost the norm. You guys are hungry. We're hungry. (laughs) Like I know, I I know some other friends that have done it too. And it was very much so like chicken and vegetables and very, like very lean meat. um, It's it's rabbit starvation. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I lived in this cycle of, you know, starving myself and then binge eating because I was so hungry. Right. Um, And then purging. Right. So it was like bulimia, anorexia, overexercise. It was everything trying to keep up this facade that was really like, I was a fraud. Right. Like for real, an absolute fraud. I was living a lie and I was drowning in shame and guilt and no one knew. I mean, nobody knew, right? I kept it a secret for like nine years, Julia. And in the meantime, my health plummeted. Like I literally had no thyroid. My hormones had shut down. I hadn't had a period in like 10 years. She had like zero body weight basically. Zero. I was, I was just muscle and bone and, um, I was starving and I was over trained and, you know, I was really not well. And so through that, you know, I had to come to this place where, you know, I had to find this healing, right. I had to come through it. And in order to come through it, I had to hire mentors and coaches and people to really pull me through onto the other side. Right. Um, and so I found that now, you know, after going through that, my whole mission is to bring awareness to it that, you know, because I found that women would tell me I can't keep up. I, I don't know why I'm not looking like you when I do everything that you do. And, 
I'm eating right and I'm exercising every day. And why can't I, you know, have that body? And what they didn't know is that I was living a lie. Right. 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 You're like, you can't because it would be terrible. It's horrible. And it was right. not sustainable and it's not maintainable. Right. Like there's no way you can maintain that. And so I, I really found that it was my mission to really educate women on this and, and help women find it's not only self-acceptance and self-love, but also this balance and harmony with their fitness and their wellness. So it's not so extreme and it gets to be enjoyable instead of this forced, right? Strive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that's what I do. And that's what I've transitioned to over the last three years. I sold my gyms, sold my protein bar company, sold my yoga studio, and I'm focusing online so that I can make a bigger impact and really speak to women about this topic. And it's really nice to hear also, because I've suffered in silence for a very long time as well. And I used something else to validate myself. It wasn't exercise, but like still those same intrusive thoughts, that anxiety, that fear, that validation, feeling like a fraud, like it's all the same mental health and wellness realm. Um, it's just a different um, tool of choice, I guess. Or do you see what I'm saying? Like... Yeah. Some people go to alcohol. Some people do that. Some people look at food, some, you know, so, so just in those ways, we all have some struggle that we tend to hide. Totally. And it's just a mechanism, right? It's like we can, it's the same issue. It's just, we choose, like you said, a different mechanism to self-soothe, right? Mm -hmm. To, um, to figure out, you know, what those limiting beliefs, what those you know, the conversations we're having with ourselves that are usually horrible um, and how we kind of manage them. And mine was this way. It was like, I, I felt so completely like fearful that I was a fraud or that I, people would find out, right. That mm -hmm. I had to hide it. And I felt like if I looked perfect all the time, no one would question me. <laughs> Right. And mine was, mine stems a lot from my previous relationship as well. And so it's like, okay, finally I had the courage to leave. And then I was like, I got to make myself better. I got to make myself better. So then I was like, what can I do to validate myself to be the smart, be smart? Cause I felt like I was just, just the biggest idiot for staying and, you know, going through all that I did. So then it was like, well, I, I did want to be a teacher, but then I'm like, now I have my undergrad. Now I have my master's degree. Now I'm going to go get a PhD. Why? That's not going to change anything. It's because I'm like climbing this ladder to have this perfection and this, you know, I'm not validating myself the right way, you know? And so it finally got to the point where I was like, I don't need that. <laughs> yeah. It's self-serving, right? That perfection mindset is very self-serving. You know, um, and so we, we have a payoff for that. Like we look really good, right? Like people mm -hmm. got it all together and, and that's our payoff. And so that's that form of approval and validation that we're striving for. And so, you know, the way that this kind of correlates with, you know, and, and speaking to your theme of this podcast, it's like <sighs> the way this correlates to the new you, new, you know, new year, new you mm -hmm. is that look like, <sighs> You can't live in this perfectionism state, right? You just can't. No. There's no way it can be, it's going to drive you crazy. It's going to drive you insane. So why not allow yourself to live in this 80% place where right. you can have a little sanity, have a little harmony in your life and still live in you know, your best self and your ideal weight.
right? Why, why put that much pressure on yourself? You know, right now I always say like 80% of the time I eat well, 80% of the time I exercise well, 80% of the time I meditate, but the 20% keeps me sane. <laughs> right, right. Because you're like, okay, I've got to do this. I got to do that. Like for me, I can do the meditation. I can do all those things. But but for me, I need to just recognize where I need to slow down and it's okay. Totally. Like, because cool. if not, I go and go and go and go. And, you know, when I received the nomination last year for teacher of the year for our whole entire school district, I didn't know who I was. Like I read the nomination letters and I was just crying to my husband and I was like, I don't know who she is. Like what I'm reading in these letters is so amazing. Like who is this person? I couldn't connect with that person. I felt just falling apart. And it was because I was looking so long and for so many different reasons to be validated and I forgot how to love myself. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And life says, F off. I'm going to take you down at the knees because you just don't get it. Like I'm knocking, but no one's answering because no one's home. So, and then that's when I made the choice. I was like, okay, I have to get up again because this would have been my second rock bottom in life. And I need to make changes because this is serious. Like no job, no relationship, no friendships are worth letting yourself dwindle away. Yeah. None. Yeah. And I and I love that you're saying that because like I think that women when we think about like self-care and taking care of ourselves and loving ourselves, I think there's this strange correlation where I think women think it's all all about going to a spa and having a spa day or like mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and really, you know, self-love is really living in congruency with your value system, right? It's like being aligned. Right. And talking about like with my therapist, like I'm like, oh my God, like you're stirring up some stuff, but I'm willing to work on it because I know that I need to get through to the other side and it's going to take a long time. And it's okay if I'm falling apart in there and I'm losing it because later I'm going to be able to feel better and like really reflect on those things that I talked about and almost like getting it out of your system. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And yeah. That's definitely part of, you know, the self-inquiry and the self-awareness and, you know, discovering that about yourself. And a lot of times the women that are carrying, you know, extra weight, um, you know, it's not about the food, right? It's not about the exercise. It's really about unraveling what's really going on underneath. Mm-hmm. Like, why is it that we're self-sabotaging? And people say self-sabotage, but I like to say self-soothe. Oh, that's true. Cause you're choosing a coping mechanism. That's not healthy. Right. So we're, you're not doing anything wrong really, because you're just trying to make yourself feel better. It's just the tool is actually harming you. Right. So it's like your mind is trying to make your emotions feel better or make your body feel better or make you feel better in some way. But the mechanism that we use can be harmful over time. And so usually when women are carrying, especially women are carrying extra weight, it's usually a manifestation of self-soothing because they're not either receiving what they want from their life, they're not giving what they want to in their life, or they're not living in alignment with their body. I like that. Right? So like uncovering and doing the deep inner work to really find out like, what are your value systems? Are you living in alignment with them? Are you acting in behaviors that, you know, are congruent with how you want to show up in the world? And usually when women aren't, 
they're out of balance and the out mm -hmm. of balance part, right? That out of balance, that wishy-washy feeling, that confusion, that frustration, that anxiety can manifest into extra weight because the emotion is, you know, they're feeling the emotion. They don't know what to do with the emotions. So the next thing is, well, food makes everyone feel better because it's that dopamine hit. Right. right? So now all of a sudden I call it the fridge flex. Like you come home and you're like opening up the fridge, like flexing, trying to see what's in there. And you're just putting food in your mouth because you're trying to make yourself feel better. And it does make you feel better in the mm -hmm. moment. Mm -hmm. And then after you feel guilty, you feel shameful, you feel embarrassed. You feel like you should be able to control it. You feel like you've got control over everything else, but why can't you control this thing? And it's because you're not really living in alignment with your truth. And, and so unraveling that and kind of getting to the core of that and then bringing awareness to it can help mitigate that self-soothing, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, so that's really like the biggest thing that I want people to hear when I'm speaking is that, look, you don't need another diet or exercise program. You don't need another fad diet. You don't need another Weight Watchers or a new gimmicky exercise, you know, gym membership. You just what, don't. <laughs> what was this? What was the stats again on the new diet? Like the percentage yeah. of people that fail? Ninety percent then... of people that start a diet on January first gain it all back within a year. Wow. 90. And another stat is of all the gym people that go and sign up for the membership, over 80% of them will not return to the gym after March. Yeah. <laughs> usually my husband's like, okay, it's so packed, but don't worry. Like after February, it'll be better. <laughs> and so it's not about that. Like food and exercise are not the problem. It's, it's, there's, there's something else that's the problem. And so I work with women to get to the something else. Right. Right. Um, and so, you know, we all have all the knowledge. I mean, you can literally Google anything you want a new workout, Google it. You want a new diet, Google it. Like we can all get that info, but what we're not getting, what we're not being told from the diet culture is that this is not the issue, right? Well, they don't want to tell us that because they want no. us to keep buying. There was a huge industry there for you to keep being fed these different tools and mechanisms that you get to buy so that you can supposedly lose weight when it's just going to come back and generally with more. Um, so for me, it's frustrating to see that happen for women, especially because I know how uncomfortable it is to, you know, feel like you, your insides don't match your outsides, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm it's just a horrible feeling to wake up feeling not confident and unempowered and, and, you know, unable to feel like you can get even get intimate with your spouse because you're embarrassed of how you look like that's horrible. Right. And so if we can, if we can free women of that, that's why my program is called the freedom body project, because it's like, if oh, you, yeah, I, like I, I do too. Cause it's like freeing yourself of this, these constraints of your body so that you can live at your ideal weight without being obsessed with food. Um, this is not about the food at all. <laughs> right, right. That's what's really interesting about it. And like the work that I did with kids. And then when I decided to finally start this business and all the stuff, I was like, wait a minute, I'm teaching all these skills about self-awareness, self-reflection, like how to self-manage and cope properly. Cause they also go through cycles where they need to self-soothe and teach them how to do those things. Cause they're little. And then it's like, wait a minute, I have these, I'm struggling in these issues. Why can't I take my own advice? Then I get my ass kicked. And then I'm like, holy shit. Like I'm not the only person dealing with this. I'm just the one that's saying something about it, you know? 
Yeah. Yeah, totally. I, I, it's, it's something that if, when we become aware of it, like, like you said, Julia, like when becoming aware of it and understanding what's actually happening and the subconscious, right. And the, Mm -hmm. once we start to bring that to the conscious and we can understand it and make it tangible, that's when you can start to create behavior changes and those. And what I always tell people, like they always come, people come all the time, like I want to lose 30 pounds. I'm like, okay, great. That's amazing. But we're going to focus on the habits and behaviors that support the goal, not the goal itself. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Because listen, if you want this to be part of your lifestyle, like if you want to never deal with this again, we're going to do the things and we're going to focus only on the effort, not on the outcome. And so focusing on the effort means, okay, so every day I need to check in with myself and get out of autopilot and do some morning meditation and journaling. Where am I at? Where's my head? Where's my mindset? How am I feeling today? And then as we're going through our day and we're noticing that things are piling on us, like there's stress from work, your boss is mad at you, taxes are coming, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. We, we have to learn to manage those emotions. And, and I give people tools, like I always say, compartmentalize it, like put it in a little red box in your brain. Like mine's red, yours might be blue, Julia. I don't know. <laughs> it's just <laughs> crazy looking. It's multicolored. <laughs> whatever. It's tie-dyed. It's tie-dyed. Cool. Oh, like okay, that. go on. <laughs> so like you put all those emotions in this red, mine's a red box. And at the end of the night, before I go to bed, I open the box. And I deal with what's in the box and I write about it and I get it out. Right. That's a good idea. And then, and so then it's like, okay, the box is managed. I can close the box again. It's empty. And so instead of keeping the box open for those emotions to keep flying out all day long and us like constantly having to self soothe that emotion. And usually it's food Mm -hmm. right, or alcohol or whatever it is for you. It's the same thing. Um, whatever you're doing to soothe that, we just keep, we just practice closing the box and only dealing with it at a certain time. And so that's, that's my way. And that's, that's a one way I can really support people right now is, you know, try to create a box or a balloon or, you know, whatever that looks like for you. Um, and imagine putting all of that in the box and then moving on at the end of the night, open your box and pop the balloon, whatever, <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and really unravel that instead of going to the refrigerator, right? Because the refrigerator is going to just make you miserable the next day and guilty and shameful. And nobody wants to feel that way. No. And it's really the self-reflection piece and like understanding, I mean, through this show has been therapeutic for me as well, because I've been doing a lot of research and, you know, finding experts to talk about things that I don't feel comfortable um, being the expert at, but just to add some more um, things. And it's just so awesome to be like, oh my God, like I did the attachment theory. Okay. And then I start unpacking that for myself. And then I'm like, well, what is it? Oh my God, it's all connected. (laughs) And then I'm like, oh, now I know when I started doing this self-soothing technique that wasn't good for me. Oh, this is why I did this. So it's able to, it's hard, so hard, Um, It's very painful, but it's so awakening to your future and yourself. And then you're like, oh my God, I can't believe that I made those choices, but it's okay because now I'm going to start over. Yeah. And it can be overwhelming. And so when people are listening to this and you're starting, you know, after this new year and you're really trying to focus, like it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Women are so about this. Like if it's not 100%, they just don't do it. So listen, you guys, it's, this process is about tipping, like 
putting your toes in the water mm-hmm. and pulling them back and then putting your feet in the water and then pulling them back. Right. It's this continual process of finally like diving completely in and going all in, but it doesn't happen overnight. And, and working your way into that will allow you to really dig deep and really uncover the things that need to be uncovered. So if you can keep the pain, if you can mitigate, mitigate the pain, you know, through the process and just do it one step at a time, it's a lot easier than just diving in. Right. (laughs) Right. It was very much, I fell down. And then for me, it was like trying to slowly get up instead of just jumping back up. I know the process I've done before, but um, it really was, it, it, there was a lot of pain and suffering that I went through. So um, and we're still working through it now, but you know what? That's what life is all about. And, you know, these are, if we want to live our best, healthiest lives and be authentic to who we really are, then this is, you know, a work in progress probably for a lifetime. So absolutely. And that, and we get to do it for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. You know, once you're awake and you're aware, you know, it becomes your responsibility to really tune into that because that is the only way you can fully express your life, right? And be mm-hmm. aligned in your life and be congruent with your values. That's the only true way to do it. And I think that, um, you know, living healthy is not just about like exercise and diet. It's about what we're taking in, like, you know, what we're watching on TV, what we're reading, you know, how, what we're exposing ourselves to negative people, like all of that impacts us. Mm-hmm. We're a whole being, right? So as you're going into this new year, new you, look at, you know, take surveillance. <laughs> like, look at audit. <laughs> like, really? Like, look at your life and say, okay, where is my bucket empty? Where is my bucket overflowing? Like, where can I create some harmony here? Oh, I like that too. I like yeah. that. Like, awesome. Because sometimes I think that we give one thing more attention than we should, because like I said, it's not about, you know, eating lettuce and you know, chicken for a month. It's not plain. (laughs) Yeah. Um, that makes me gag now, but like, it's, it's about, you know, who, how are my relationships? Are they toxic? You know, who am I exposed to at work? How am I letting that impact my life? What am I, you know, surrounding myself, um, with in the evenings? What am I listening to before I go to bed? Like all of these things are very important. And, um, I think that when we're looking at our health, we need to look at all of those pieces. Right. And, and society has said, just look at, look at what size you are and what food you're eating. And, oh, here we have this great opportunity. You can buy this pill. Buy this, buy that. And let me tell you guys right now, like everyone listening, I was, I looked like the most, like if you see anybody that they tell you is healthy, I looked like that person times 10, right? Like that Mm -hmm. was, And that was the image that I had out there. And I'm telling you right now, I was the most unhealthy and disconnected, not only emotionally, but spiritually I've ever been in my life. And so I might've looked it on the outside, but what they're feeding you are lies. Like that is not healthy. And until like you really start to dig in and understand that that look that, that we've been inundated with is really just false and a fraud like we can really start to come to like peace with our own bodies and understand that as long as you're treating your bodies well, you know, you're, you're balancing your life, you're filling all the cups, you're taking care of every aspect of your life, you're healthy. It's not just about the size of your genes. Right. Um, because now, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm about 10 pounds heavier. I'm, I'm like 135 pounds right now and I'm healthier than I've ever been. Right. But I don't have a six pack but I feel amazing. (laughs) Right. And you are 
active and you are out there climbing in the hills of Idaho. I am. You I'm like, me. where is she at now? Oh, there she is. She's awesome. Yeah. And my body does what it needs to do. It's, it's the healthiest it's ever been. And it's because I have let go of that need for approval from the external sources that were fed. And was it, was it hard to let, to sell the gyms and like move on, um, in that direction, like to move forward? I mean, through the healing process and all that stuff. And, and that was really good for you to do that, but was it still hard? You know, I love that you asked me that question. That mm -hmm. was very insightful for you to even ask, because I'll tell you right now, and a lot of people can relate to this. They're listening. I feel like women, we, um, we put our identity and the things that we do instead oh, totally. of the that we are. Mm -hmm. So like our identity is tied up into what we do, the, the boxes we check instead of our way of being. And once I decided that my worth and my identity was about the way of my being, you know, my generosity, my connection to people, the ability for me to motivate people, for me to, you know, be a leader, like that's my identity, not a gym owner and a fitness mm -hmm. owner, right? Mm -hmm. And so that was hard for me to make that transition. But once I did, it was so empowering. So freeing, I bet. Oh gosh, because that doesn't define me anymore, right? And my value system defines me instead of what I do. And so I think women get so connected to that. It's like their worth is tied to what they do instead of what they be. <laughs> right. No, exactly. And like being brave enough to step away from that because you knew that it wasn't healthy for you anymore and you wanted to move into a different direction. You wanted to help people. Um, that have been struggling with the same issues that you have, but now just like me, you're standing up and you're saying, no, no, no. Like this is, this isn't the way it is going to be anymore. Exactly. And, and people don't like to talk about mental health period. No. And, and it's funny because what's interesting to me is that, you know, eating disorders are the most deadly mental disorder on the, on the planet. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, they're deadly. And, you know, at one, I don't, I don't know if you know this, Julia, but 22% of our college girls in this country are bulimic, um, 22%. Um, and, you know, 18% of our kids under the age of 14 have an eating disorder. That's horrific. Yeah. I did a body positivity um, episode and it was like kids under 10 feared getting fat over getting like cancer nuclear war happening um like it was just crazy i don't i can't name it word for word but it's something like that like and it's because society has instilled us what perfectionism is and it shows it through the media newspaper all that stuff so um and it's only gotten worse you know when i was a kid we had cindy crawford and claudia schiffer and and naomi campbell and all that stuff and they were bigger the designers used to make the clothes for them and now it's like your size zero or up to two else you're not going to wear these clothes so i mean that just opens a whole nother can <laughs> it's true and i and i you know i have to say like i recognize i'm really clear that i was part of the problem but i'm also really clear now that i'm committed to being part of the solution right yeah. And you know, it's funny you say that about the size because I remember, and I have to tell you this, this is really, that hit me hard when you said that, because I can actually remember my, I was wearing my daughter's jeans at one time. 
And how old was she at the time? She was 10. 10? You were, <laughs> you're wearing her limited two pants? I was, I was literally wearing her jeans. And so I think that like as, as adult human women, <laughs> like we can't, we can't get obsessed with this health is in the size of our jeans because it's just not, Mm-mm. it has no bearing. And so if you're, if you're struggling with, you know, excess weight and you really need to release weight, like look at your overall health, like how is your blood work? How is your cholesterol? How is your you know, heart? How is your life? You know, instead of worrying about, oh, I'm a size, you know, 14 instead of a size two, worry about your health. Um, I, 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 that's really my message. I really want people to just focus on their health instead of the external, you know, pressures that we have in this society. Right. Right. Now, where can my listeners find you? Oh, well, that's easy. (laughs) (laughs) My name is there. Um, jenniferluddington.com and Instagram. I hang out there a lot, um, at Jennifer Luddington and, you know, I have a Facebook group. that's really fun too. I don't know if your listeners are into Facebook, but, um, the name of my Facebook group is, uh, freedom body project. And it's like, I'm there all the time. I hang out there. I share all kinds of stuff. So mm-hmm. it's a good place to find me. I will go ahead and put those in the show notes. Cool. Um, all that information. And then I have your bio that I'm going to put in there. So that's just going to be an amazing thing. But I wanted to close the show out by saying thank you so much. I mean, this is going to be an amazing show. And I believe it's going to get a lot of my listeners both talking, sharing and thinking about what we were talking about today. Oh, well, thank you for having me, Julia. I'm so grateful that you asked me to be a part of this. Yes, yes. And I'm glad that my two Yorkies were not barking. Well, I have two Yorkies too, and my husband has them in the front room, so we're good. <laughs> I know, because like a leaf blows by, and then I'm like, shut up. Oh, no, be quiet. All right, have fun decorating your Christmas tree, and thank you again. All right, thanks, Julia. Yeah, thanks, bye. Bye. episode as much as I did. So much fun. Anyways, I'm going to leave you guys with, are you friends with me yet on Instagram? Head on over to the gram, Julia and Busby, add me as a friend, send me a DM, send me an emoji, poop one, unicorn, whatever, whatever you feel like doing. I don't understand why we're not friends yet. If you've listened to the show a couple of times, head on over, you're going to get some laughs and and you're going to learn a lot of things about me that you might not already know. And I started a blog. Yep. So head on over to juliabusby.com. Check out my blog. I'm going to be talking about health and wellness, mental health and wellness, lifestyle and business. My first podcasting slash Pinterest blog post was put up last week. I'm showing you guys that if you do own a business, it is a must have to promote it on Pinterest and spread your message on a podcast just like me. So go check it out. Learn all the things. Have a great week and keep shining.